Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. We're back with episode one of Below Deck Med titled, There's No Place Like Home. We're back in the med, this time in Malta, Sean, for the first time ever, and mm. on the most modern boat in Below Deck history. On this week's episode, we'll give out our first impressions of the crew, welcome on new charter guests, go over our question of the week, and then a fan favorite for a review. Now, Sean, I want to switch it up a little bit this week. Um, okay. I'm going to do the iTunes review first uh, because there was some constructive criticism in there that hopefully we fixed. So our, uh, our I don't know if it's KIP Hazel or Kip Hazel, but uh, they essentially asked if I was on a speakerphone. So maybe my audio hasn't been as good in the past. Um, I'll say I'm not on a speakerphone, but it's possible my Blue Yeti microphone was in the wrong setting. So um I went and I watched some YouTube videos, making sure everything was set up right. Um, I changed a couple things about it. So hopefully it sounds better. Um, and, you know, please let us know on a follow-up if it sounds better at all. Yeah. Uh, John's a man of the world. He does do some traveling for work and et cetera. You know, we, we do our yeah. best sometimes in a, in a pinch, but. Yeah, that's true. I've done this podcast from hotel rooms like not like ski mountain lodges but like like airbnbs i rented mm. that were like right next to the ski mountain so um i am home this time so i'll say this is my home base and you know so if it still sounds terrible uh let us know because i will just go to the ends of the earth to fix it <laughs> so uh but thanks for sending that in um sean we did get a three-star review out of that so maybe when i fix this you can get kind of bumped out uh so we'll see what happens there but let's jump right into the episode here. Now, listen, Sean, it's no secret that we love finding the villain of the season. And, you know, if you told me going into the season, I probably would have guessed it would have been Sandy. Everybody seems to like live tweet hater. Um, but welcome in Reagan, our new bosun. Um, you know, Sean, she's taking solo smoke breaks, not lifting a finger, bossing on her only deckhand. Uh, I know it's early, but is she the clear favorite to be the one stirring the pot all season? Yes, and John, we've never had anyone like Reagan on this show before. Like, I was trying to think about it. Maybe the first season of Below Deck, that guy CJ, who quit, like, right before the end of the season. Yep. But she's just so, like, think about her and Malia. Like, a polar opposite person. Like, you know, Malia's trying to be, like, a miniature Sandy and, like, be perfect and try really, really, really hard. And you just got a girl, and like there are people with that move up in jobs and still don't give a fuck. And that's yeah. Reagan. Like she does not care. <laughs> she's very rude to people too. Like she is, yeah. <laughs> so she's easy to fight with. I, I totally get it. Like uh, I will say that there was a part, and I feel like at some point we're gonna get like a a, a Sandy cameo. 
that's just saying like, hey, I'm here. I want Reagan to grow. I want to, sh- I want, you know, more women in the industry in the bosun position. And she's going to sh- show Reagan how to do all these things. And then she's just going to go yell at Jason and tell him to do everything. I just feel like that's where, that's where we're going. Sandy has the best intentions, but so far, you know, Reagan doesn't really want to lift a finger. You're not going to groom Reagan to be like the next Malia. She's just Reagan. I, I, I'm very excited. I, I don't know. I wasn't that excited for this season based on like a couple of the previews I saw in like maybe the past few seasons of med, but I'm excited now, and Reagan's a big part of that. I, it's nice just having like a wild card or like an agent of chaos in this cast. And oh, maybe well, let's get to the rest of the cast. But like, thumbs up for me and Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now listen, she's the one we all love to hate. I, I think that's where we're gonna go. But uh, you know, what would Below Deck be if it was just we all liked everyone? Like, why would we watch the show? Yeah, right. Uh, so Sean, let's get into it. The stalwart of the this franchise so captain sandy she's back for you know however many seasons she's been on now uh 10 minutes into the show she quote says it's a disaster we're we're missing people we don't have water toys um you know she's got a full crew i can feel that she's probably pretty nervous going into this yeah i missing two people is brutal so this was filmed last fall i believe so that or yeah, last like late late last summer, early fall, I believe. I actually have no idea, but that that checks out to me as far as like that's when people vacation in the Mediterranean, right? And missing two crew members the first day is brutal. I mean, that was like the height of the Delta variant. I feel like in Europe, so probably they're still, being, they're still being very cautious. So yeah, fourteen day quarantines still. Brazilian storm. Dude, that is absolutely brutal. Like, I was thinking about that. So, I mean, I don't know how strict it is. I'm sure you're in, like, a hotel room for, like, 14 days, and they just, like, serve you food. But that's for a six-week stint. I mean, that's – I know you're getting paid. You have to get paid while you're there. But that's brutal. One thing that confused me a little bit – so, like, there's still the very strict, uh, like, quarantine rules. But on the this season on, which I tried to avoid, but I saw that they were in clubs – like it's okay. like on the, on the dance floor with like a ton of people. Like it seems like Europe's like totally back open when this is filming. Or at least yeah, Malta well, is. well, yeah. So Malta is like a small island, so that's probably why they take it so seriously because they don't have the resources should they get overrun with COVID. But at the same time, it's one. It, I think if you're there for two weeks quarantining, then literally everyone there can't have COVID. I mean, yeah. I mean, not a, not a doctor, but the odds of you having COVID if you've quarantined for two weeks are probably very low. So then, like, everyone can party like usual. I think that's kind of what they tried to do in, like, Australia and New Zealand, pretty much. Yeah, I seem to work, too. Not, let's not talk about COVID anymore, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all good, man. But, um, but it seems like COVID isn't a factor this season as far as, like, their off days and stuff. So that's very exciting, right. too. Yeah, no, that, that's great to hear going forward. Uh, let's talk about Dave, um, new chef. Yeah. Uh, seems to really have it together. Now I say he's, he's in a pretty tough spot, I'd say, because we've had really good chefs in the last two iterations of below deck. Um, so, you know, Marcos was fantastic, uh, but so far so good. Um, I know he had some glowing reviews from our chief stew. 
nothing bad to say about Dave, and I'd like to think he's easy on the eyes. I, uh, the girls seem to like him. I mean, Natasha, obviously. And uh, it's funny comparing him to Matt. I feel like he's who Matt wanted to be. Yep. As like personality, socially, and everything like that. <laughs> no, I uh, Dave seems cool. Uh, champion freestyle skier back in England. Yep. I, 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 it's funny with uh, this entire crew. I wasn't sure where anyone was from until like midway through the episode. It's tough. I was almost going to say we just scratched the whole thing and try to figure out where anybody's from because I think there's some, you know, there's some people from Australia, New Zealand, uh, South Africa, uh, England. I mean, we're all over the map here. We, it's only two Americans, Sandy yep. and, uh, and Jason. Yeah. Yep. Very exciting. But yeah, good, good vibes on Dave so far. Not sure food wise if it'll be as good as Marco's or Rachel, but he's yep. going to be in the mix though. Where yeah. Marcos and Rachel kind of like stage of themselves. So I'm I'm very excited for him. Yeah, it should be good. I think you know he had a little bit of trouble. We'll get into the, the actual episode, but um, you know, I I think that was more on the guest than Dave itself, but we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Uh Sean, obviously we talked about first officer or, or sorry, uh Bosun uh Reagan already. So um, you know, the only other thing that I'll add that we kind of already didn't talk about her is I thought it was really odd when Sandy was mentioned. She's like, why don't I already have an anchor watch schedule when like, was that set for expectations? Like, I feel like Sandy, you always talk about like how you, you need to give your team the tools to succeed, but I don't, was it ever expressed to, Reagan, hey, I need your anchor watch schedule ahead of time so I can approve it when, you know, it seemed like she was already behind the eight ball. Sandy made it seem like anchor watch schedules are just something bosons should know know to do anyway. Yeah, it feels like a TPS report or a tour log. (laughs) It's like, you know, is this something we need to do? I have no idea. Um, Because she told Jason, or her and Jason kind of decided amongst themselves, like, all right, you'll do Anchor Watch tonight. This is the micromanager of Sandy then, right? Like, it's it's not, I understand that Sandy needs to, like, approve who's on Anchor Watch, but at the same time, is if there's somebody on board that you can't trust at Anchor Watch, then they shouldn't be on board. Captain Glenn, right? That was, like, a direct quote from him, right? So, are I just didn't understand why Sandy was getting all up in arms about it. But at the same time, that kind of is her micromanaging style. Yeah. And her and Reagan is just a funny combo because we're so used to her and Malia. And Malia yeah. like really likes her constructive criticism and is trying to really please Sandy. And I don't, I don't know what Reagan's there for. And it's, it's absolutely thrilling. Also, she's from Essex, yeah. England, or Essex, yep. that, I believe that's in England, but grew, like lived in Turkey also. And uh, Jason thought she was Canadian. Swing and a mess, Jason. Swing <laughs> and a mess. But I'll, to give him credit, everyone's accent sounds like a mix of like South Africa, Australia, and England. Right. Like usually I'm good at spouting them with this crew, not really. Yeah, Reagan, I, I couldn't figure out. I think the only one, well, no, um, Natasha's from Essex. 
Yeah. No, she's from West Yorkshire. Oh gosh. I also mean, these are England. all places I don't. These are all places I can't point you on. A I, I could get close, but I could have sworn Natasha was from a non-English speaking country. Okay. Because her accent is very different. I've never heard a English accent like that before. I know there's somebody listening to this that is screaming at us because they definitely yeah. told them on the show. So we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> Sean, let's get into uh, Jason. So Jason is the only deckhand uh, on the boat for quite a while in this episode. Uh, and I'd have to say, if I needed to have one deckhand on the boat, it's probably him. I mean, this guy could lift two of everybody else. So um, guy's an absolute workhorse. And uh, I think he's already at his wits ends with Reagan, which day one, that's a tough look. Yeah, uh, from Indiana, went to Purdue, and then went to commodity trading, which I feel like, John, was that like a fake job of yours? That was a fake job when we would have like, when we would just like, we would pretend that we had fake personalities, and mine was, I was trading commodity futures. Yep, I was in railroads. There's money in pork bellies, man. There's money in the pork bellies. (laughs) So he kind of had like your pretend midwestern life exactly pretty yeah. much yeah jason's uh, what i wanted to be mm-hmm. here's my thing with jason though i don't think he's as chill as he thinks he is no he still has that commodity trader thing in him right because i know he painted his nails and he grew his hair out and is like a sailing yacht guy but he he gets agitated really quickly dude i'll tell you he's getting he already yeah kind of like upset with reagan like legitimately like butthurt about like just getting these like i don't even think reagan was like actually like attacking him just like, <laughs> saying what? hey yeah we, we did a lot of work today and sorry jason if you feel like your boss didn't do more work than you today welcome to like corporate america man i think the way reagan talks to him though is i do i know like oh I, you got you gotta lift that yourself there's only two of us you know I think I'm so pro Reagan that I'm just taking her side now. Same. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also, there's something on paper, the two of us should relate to Jason the most because, you know, he's an American guy, probably grew up in a similar way that we did, but I don't, I'm off him, man. Yeah. I'm off him. That kind of bad vibe. I'm surprised he wanted to be on the show and just like Reagan's so chill and not into any of that. They're like, she's not going to pick up in his passive aggressive, aggressive like remarks or anything. They're going to wash right over her. Yeah. 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 Um, All right, Sean, moving on to Z and and Storm. Mm. Um, I feel like, listen, we know who Z is. He's a nice guy. Um, He's kind of, he's pretty funny. Um, I think if we had to pick any of the bosons from last year to come back, I don't know where he'd rank, but I think he's a middle of the pack deckhand when it comes to like, if I'm glad he's back or not. Yeah. Z was always like a cool guy. He's just didn't like talk that, that much. Like we're like Lloyd, you know, there's more with Lloyd, like talking to the camera and everything. Yeah. But no, I like, I like having Z around. He's a good guy to have around. Um, water polo guy. That's how we met storm. Yeah, Storm. So Storm's a uh, he's a self-proclaimed pirate. Mm. So he says he doesn't get along with everybody. Which listen, that could, that could have some ripple effects here, um, especially with Reagan, who's pretty, I guess, like I don't know, strong-willed. So maybe they butt heads. We'll see. 
Um, but listen, I just hope that Storm, being Z's friend, can hold his liquor a little bit better than Z. Mm, I bet I, you Storm can. I think he can. I think the guy drinks a bottle of rum every day. He's in a mustache since he was 13. Yeah, I I, I got to – I I feel like Storm can I drink us all. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, uh, you know, fact for you, I'm growing a mustache out for the first time in my life. 33, I think. Um, and uh, I don't know if it was Storm or other people <laughs> historically, but um, just growing it out. Why not? <laughs> it it kind of suits you, man. Thank we'll you. See, Thank we'll you. see what our YouTube audience has to say, but I, <laughs> I'm kind of pro it though so far. Yeah. 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 It's in, it's in early stages. So, you know, let's, let's give me a couple more weeks before we judge it. Uh, Sean. All right. Let's go into interior here. Um, we've got Natalia. Sorry, Natasha. I'm going to have an mm. entire season not being able to figure these girls out. Um, but uh, Natasha is our chief stew. Um, and listen, we're going to go into some details on her, but I think I'm pro Natasha at this point. I am too. Seems very nice. Like a, like a great boss, kind of like Kitty on med season last year, you know, like yeah. really hard worker. Everyone likes working with her, uh, smiles a lot. Yeah. It's probably a good thing in the service industry. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, uh, I don't, here's the thing though. Is she a main character? I'm not sure yet. So here's my fear, Sean. I have a fear that Natasha and Dave are going to become a thing. They obviously have a history and they're mm-hmm. rooming together. So my big fear is that Natasha and Dave just like go to bed early every night. And now you have uh-huh. two department heads just like going to bed early. And that kind of kills the vibe because, you know, partying with like, you know, I, I use these terms loose, loosely, but we always used to refer to Dairy to Gary and Daisy as like mom and dad of the boat. Yeah, you know, it always made it more fun, right? Oh, if they're still partying, then we could still party. Yeah, right. But if Natasha and Dave kind of call it quits early, that's setting the tone for everybody else. So, listen, I know it's really early. There's nothing to suggest that that's going to happen, but if I did have trepidations, it's that 100. percent Yeah, but like, what tone is rigging in the set? I can't wait for that. I can't wait for the person I mean, out with her. Yeah, the girl's a firecracker, and I can't wait to see her. <laughs> yeah, but Natasha seems cool. She does. I think so she's far. a. I think she's a good department head. Um, she definitely seems like she likes to have fun. I think um, she was quote unquote focusing on me, while also making the decision to room with Dave. So, Natasha, I see you. Don't I? Mm. Like, I yeah. Don't you're not getting away with that one. You're focusing on me while. Uh, <laughs> picking your uh very good looking chef friend as your roomie i think that's what she means like i'm focusing on myself by hooking up with this guy (laughs) right yeah i mean that's like yeah who knows what girls mean when they say that i'm focusing on me hooking up with somebody that's that's exactly what she meant all Mm. right um now sean let's get into her doppelgamer natalia Mm. Um, I will tell you whoever is the hiring manager for below deck med has a type because these two are damn near twins. Um, yeah. Where's Natalia from? I, is she I from know, Australia. It sounds like it that are like that or New Zealand. Oh, maybe they all blend together. Uh, John, if you were at a bar, who would you go up to first Natalia or Natasha? 
if you're a single i'd be worried that i had too many drinks and i was seeing double <laughs> yeah i i think i think i'm gonna tell you I mean, one of them wears glasses, one of them doesn't. Obviously, they're yeah. two separate women with two separate identities. I'm not being misogynistic here. I'm just saying they look very similar. And they both have English, like, speaking country accents. Yeah, yeah. That so, they, that sounds similar, too, but I think Natalia's from a different country than Natasha. Yeah, I'm basing that off of nothing, though. Now, Sean, uh, here's a power move that I would do if I was on the boat. Not power over other people, just a general power move, right? So if I'm on the boat and I'm a charter guest, I go up to Natasha and I'd say, hey, is it okay if I call you Nat, right? Ooh, yeah. And then separately, separately, I go up to Natalia and I say, hey, is it okay if I call you Nat? Now, no matter how many drinks I've had, I can just say, hey, Nat, can hey, you Nat. get me this? Can, I, can you help me with this? Can you assist me with this? And I can't get it wrong. I'm not going to be calling Natalia Natasha. I'm not going to be calling Natasha Natalia. I think it's a foolproof plan. Now, if they don't want to be called that, that's fine. I respect their wishes, but it would make like life a heck of a lot easier. Someone should offer someone a nickname, nickname, like kind of needs to happen. Like Natty, Nat. Natasha is, uh, she goes by Tasha or Tosh. Tosh. There we go. Tosh. Yeah, so I did like Tosh point out. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Dave did call her Tosh, and then she responded. She called herself Ta- uh, Tasha, Tasha. Okay. I don't know Tasha at some point. So, um, but no, honestly, I mean, it's, I mean, heck, it's a good looking crew. So um, yeah, they need to address the rest of the crew though, and be like, all right, I'm Tasha. That's Nat. Or they just go by their different names. But no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get into the last. Uh, but not least, we've got also seconds to Kyle. Um, oh, great moment there. Yeah. So uh, Kyle's, did he say that he's been chief stew on other boats for like three years? For four years. For four years. So they're just co-second stews at this point, right? Which is like, yeah. we're just we're lifting all boats at this point. So if you're Kyle, do you take this job because you're like, I want to be on TV or I want to yeah, ease the season? Camera, Sean. Yeah. He's there for the camera. It's really good tips. Um, yeah. And I think he's there for the camera, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, we've exactly. Yeah. Listen, listen, there are people who go on the show to be there for, to be there, to be on camera, to do, you know, eight months from now, be an influencer on Instagram. And there's nothing wrong with that. If they're a hard worker and they're good at, and they're good to be on the show. I think, I mean, Kyle seems to be all about service and working hard damn i love having this guy on the show he's got he's great in front of the camera both in the interview and with the guests so i think the guy's a home run yeah and also it's probably fun for him because he's used to having like a lot more pressure on him so he can kind of just go there and have fun you know just doing like second stew stuff and then you know party with the crew and i don't know yeah like it's there's less pressure on him than usual yeah at his job right i mean yeah, I mean, candidly, I feel like Natasha's going to have a generally pretty easy season because I think she's got two really good stews under under her. Now, she did say, though, she's used to like a, a like an interior crew of like six or seven where she's On literally just boats, delegating. Yeah. 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 So uh, I don't now, know. Here's, an, here's an interesting thing. And I guess I look at it from like the last like, 
four chief stews that we've had, I feel like they all say that they've had like 10 stews under them in previous jobs. How big are these boats where like, this is a really big super yacht and you have two stews under you and yet other ones you have 10? Is it just maybe there's more guests or something? I mean, a freaking carnival cruise, I feel like you need 10 stews. I bet you, yeah, they're probably used to overstepping, but yeah. because of like the camera crew being there and everything, you have to kind of limit the amount of people on the boat. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but the camera crew doesn't slip in the boat though. It's probably better for the show though, like understep it a little bit that way. Because you have too many people, it's going to, the storylines are going to be a little bit like confusing or now everyone's going to get like enough shine. I think if you put two more people on this show, it becomes Summer House. Yeah, right. There's just like, there's too many people in that show. Yeah, moving in and out. So maybe they understep it a little bit, but they kind of hire better people. Yeah. Interior wise, at least. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle's great. Um, I look at here, to, he, you know, it kind of opened up about uh, where he's from and, you know. Uh, he's from South Africa. I know that. Yeah. So you mentioned he was kind of, it's it's tough to be a homosexual in South Africa. It's not, it's not as openly uh, approved of, I guess, when he was growing up. So, um, you know, he's, he always mentioned, he's like, oh, let's, I kind of want to be the one everyone looks at. And he's like, oh, there's the funny guy or something like that. So um, he's definitely really funny. So I like him here. Uh, he's a good addition. Um, I have high hopes for him. Yeah. Yes. I, I think, think he's, he's going to, he's going to be a natural. He made me laugh a couple of times when he was like in the interview. So that's usually a good, you know, that if you can make me laugh when you're doing like your interview, that's usually pretty good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, All right, Sean, uh, do you want to get into the charter guest and a little bit about the episode? Yeah. Did you catch his name? I know he's in advertising. It's Billy. Bill. Billy, the L.A. madman. Yeah. <laughs> that was Don Jaber used to go to Los Angeles like once a season. Yeah. Like not tell his work he was going there also. <laughs> yeah. And just disappear. Yeah. Those are good episodes, yeah. actually. Yeah, uh, I did like those. So he's, let's. He's a modern day Jaber, though. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get into Billy. So um, I will say he's a little much uh, so far. Uh, he's not having much luck with his preference sheet. So, um, Sean, I don't know. I didn't realize you could cook beef with cinnamon, but I'm sure it tastes great. Um, but Billy, for the first lunch, said he, did, he had cinnamon on his preference sheet, that he didn't like it. Turns out it wasn't on there. Um, but the chef mentioned like the first lunch sets the tone. And so he might be in trouble the entire episode here. Yeah. He didn't like the octopus either. Which, how do you not like octopus, man? That is like octopus, no. I think is one of the best tasting. From the Mediterranean. I, like I know. Yeah. Um, I like one thing. Chef Dave doesn't follow recipes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like he just like knows the components that every dish needs and just goes for it. Um, yeah, no, the Billy, Billy's too much, man. I don't know. He's, he's good. Like he's, he's very drunk. When he's drunk, he's very emotional. But yep. <laughs> the, the no cement thing, it's like, there's no way he put that in his preference sheet. I used, I knew that from the start. No one, <laughs> yeah. who doesn't like cement, by the way? Yep. So just uh, all, all big goods are at the window for him. 
that's true man uh cinnamon's a nice little i don't like things that are like cinnabons you know they have like a ton of cinnamon on it mm. maybe that's not me but i like biting into something and then being pleasantly surprised when i find out that there's a little bit of cinnamon in there yeah i don't know well billy was really offended by that and then, <laughs> we, we gotta take him and reagan though that was amazing Oh yeah. So Sean, get into this a little bit. I feel like I watched it and I just, I didn't get it. Was it just the, now, first of all, Billy wanted a slide, right? His preference sheet said he wants, he wants the slide out all the time. Well, Billy, they don't have a slide, man. That stinks. Um, that I'm, I feel bad for you that you really wanted a slide and you didn't get it, but was it more so that how Reagan presented it to him? I think, yes, it will. The slides and customs, which is a hilarious sentence. Cindy, yep. Cindy explains that to him. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then the jet skis, because um, Reagan suggests those weird Bob things you ride on. Yeah. In like, where it's like a boogie board, but it's like motorized. And Billy's not about that. Those he things to, look fun, by the way. Yeah. Billy's not about that. He wants to be on a wave runner. And when he, when he suggests that Regan, like the look in her face was like, oh, I have to put those in the water now. And it looks really annoying to put those in the water. I'm not sure why the way this boat's set up where you have to like drop it in from like the top of the boat. Yeah. So I think below deck met below deck legacy is so like the my Sienna, that one's got everything in the, that thing's got, I think everything goes in the transom in the back. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of easy. And I think even last year in Blow Deck Med, everything was in the back. This year, it seems like everything's in like a hole at the front of the boat, which is just going to be a huge pain in the ass for pretty much the entire season for our, the entire deck crew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be that hard to put the jet skis in the water. Now, I guess you do it before the guests come on, ideally, but then you still have to take them off. And like the fact that it's such a process does stink. Yeah. Regan doesn't have like the stew face. Like Natasha's always smiling. That's not Regan. Yeah. So when she hears that, she's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll see if we can do that. And then walks away. And Billy is very drunk and he's clearly an emotional drunk. And he's like personally event, like, she, he's talking to Kyle about it, talking to Captain Sandy about it, that, like, Reagan was rude to him. Yeah, I had a hard time. I mean, at this point, I was just kind of like, I think Billy is going to complain about everything, mm. like, which he managed to. Um, but to be fair, he had he had a good time on that, on that like, little, uh, I don't know what it's called, man, but those little, those little motorized uh, things that you, like, hang on to. And I he like said he felt like a dolphin. <laughs> I like how Sandy wouldn't let him on the jet ski by himself because he was well, so drunk. Well, they had been drinking. And first yeah. of all, it's so funny that he called it a wave runner. I feel like that's like the most like 90s term. <laughs> I, I was calling it that heard, too, yeah. I think I was I haven't heard, taking his yeah. lead, yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard the term wave runner in a long time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, there was, an, there was an interesting spot there where Sandy is basically taking like the customer is always right, you know, tone there and maybe she knew she was kind of dealing with like a drunk guy that's like there's no real reasoning with but i really thought 
she didn't really stand up for her team like at all at some point there where but, but to her credit though she isn't like yell at reagan or anything either that's fair yeah she's, that's she's fair. kind of neutral about it i kind of expected yeah. her to have a talk with reagan but she kind of assesses the situation as like all right whatever i also think it's something you should preemptively say like like hey i know your preference sheet says like slide out all the time by the way we don't have a slide rather than them like asking for it a couple times and not getting it that's a great point actually that that's so, on sandy yeah yeah i think so uh, like if I specifically ask for something and it's just not available, you know, maybe you should let me know. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's Billy. I mean, he, he sent back Wagyu beef, like, listen, man, you should probably get Wagyu beef, like rare or medium rare. Um, but anything else, just microwave it at that point. Yeah. Just Cause it's, it's a fantastic beef and you ruin it the more you cook it. So uh, I, I've only had Wagyu, I've had Wagyu burgers. They're delicious. Yeah. Those you got to like cook a little bit more because yeah, right. you're talking like chuck at that point. But um, yeah, I, I think he was just sending it back to like prove a point at this stage. And I think he's just going to keep sending stuff back, which I think is going to sh- frustrate the chef. The only problem is, is that sometimes when chefs get like frustrated or flustered, they just get off their game. So he's ruining it for everybody. And like, Honestly, I hate sending back food because it just messes up the timing for everything. You oh, know? Yeah. Now, like, people have to, like, sit at the table while, like, you wait for your food. It's weird. And then when you get your food, they're already done. But now they have to wait for you. It's like, I know you don't want to eat something you don't want to eat. But, like, it's just a pain in the ass in general when, when food gets sent back. Oh, yeah. It, it ruins the vibe of the dinner. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, if the person is, like, a a chill person yeah whatever but like billy isn't so <laughs> yeah. he wanted everyone else to have a bad dinner too yeah yeah so all right sean anything else about this episode um you know, oh i, I guess the swell's picking up oh uh, i know i mean well the stabilizers well, I'm sure we'll co- yeah i'm sure we'll cover that big next episode it looks like it's a real cluster at this point so uh i i don't know there's got to be like a backup hopefully but like the boat was rocking really fast like the boat was rocking a lot really quickly so i hope they figure it out or else that might be a nightmare that was a good shot of like everything happening in storm just on the tender by himself like that was cool literally just arrived yeah i know it's um pretty good premiere so far man i know well yeah i think those are to be continued but Knock on wood, not trying to so, jinx it. I know we're cautiously, yeah, I know we're cautiously optimistic when it comes to med. So, um, yeah. So, anything you want to get into awards? Let's do it. Well, actually, if you don't mind, John, um, can you do a quick crew ranking? Absolutely, please do. Just, uh, just my first impressions. I'll do it real quick. Yep. Number one is the boat itself. I have home, which I don't like the name, but. The boat looks so different in like a very cool way that like John sailing yacht looks different from below deck legacy, but legacy and med and down under kind of all look the same. They're the same type of boats. They're kind of shot the same way and everything like that. I like that this boat looks different. It feels like a new show. 
and like I think Med needed, needed to kind of refresh this image. So I, I, I just like, as inconvenient as this boat is for jet skis, it looks great on camera. It's yeah, just, I don't I know, agree. It, very refreshing. So I have the boat, number one. I have uh, just bald guys in general, number two. Because Storm and, um, and our guy Dave, they're on the boat. Girls seem to like them. I think uh, Natalia mentioned she thought Storm was good looking. And we know Natasha likes David. And John, you know, bald guys have had kind of a bad go of it in the history of Below Deck. You know, Chef Matt wasn't uh, present in any of the ladies. Uh, Leon had quit midseason because he was kept fighting with Kate. Yeah. So kind of bad bald guy representation. Not this season, man. So bald, just bald guys in general, number two. I got Reagan number three because she's Makes electric sense. TV. I have Natalia, number four, the second stew. I just like the great the great energy about her. And I feel like she's she might end up being the point of view character. I think there's a chance. Yeah. Um, I've got Chef Dave, number five. He seems cool. And he's everything uh, Chef Matt wanted to be. Everything <laughs> Chef Adam wanted to be, too. I just, yeah. good vibe from him. I got Natasha after Dave. Uh, seems nice. We'll see though. You you brought up a good point about if her and Dave are just together and there's going to bed early, might might kill the crew nights out. Oh yeah. After Natasha, I do have Kyle. We didn't get a whole lot of him, but I got really high hopes. Just seems like uh, he, he's going to be gun camera. I, I I already know it. All right, so. Bottom three, I have Z and Storm next, uh, just because they're barely in the episode. But Z's always fun to have right. around, yep. and uh, Storm seems cool too. Yeah, I feel like Storm first night out will be a lot of fun too. Yeah, I think I think he might rock some boats. So, I, mm, literally and figuratively, exactly, potentially, yeah. And John, um. I guess sure we're seeing the loser of the episode. I got Jason. There's something just kind of yeah. unpleasant about him. I don't know. And look, I I did love the scene of him and Reagan having lunch and just like arguing about like who was doing what work and how he was being mistreated. But I don't I don't know. He's I don't think he's gonna gel this crew at all. I I agree. I actually had Jason losing the episode too. So I, I like your crew rankings, man. Uh, I think they make sense. Uh, we got bald guys on top and, <laughs> and we got the boat. The boat actually looks really cool. So it's a really modern boat. Um, and so I like the decor. It, it really is a nice refresh. So hopefully that's kind of a, a new tide here. And, um, you know, I, I think we kind of need it and I, we might get it. Yeah, uh, John, it's funny. I always half root for bald guys in case I ever go bald. It's fair. You're like right? you're putting karma out in the world, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm 37. I still have all my hair. So maybe it won't happen for a while, but you never know. And you're just like, all right. I want, you know, there's there's good looking bald guys too. We yep. They need to be represented, represented, right? Yep. No, that makes sense. 
Um, so then, Sean, if you had Jason losing the episode, who'd you have winning the episode? I think I'm just going to go with bald guys. Yeah, that's that. fair. Yeah. But if not them, then the boat. And if not the boat, if you want me to actually pick a crew member, it's Reagan. No, you don't have to pick a crew member because I was going to say the viewers. Because, <laughs> uh, listen, Below Deck Med the last couple of years has really been up and down, but I like this crew so far. So we'll see what happens. It's a weird crew, right? It's, it's different. It's different, but I like it more than like last year where you could just tell there was no sexual tension throughout the entire season. Yeah. So this year, this year there is some. And so let's, let's go, man. Let's it feels, go. it feels like a new show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why. So, um, all right, man, anything else here? No, I, my question of the week. All right, John, they're doing the Peacock thing again, where the episodes are a week early on Peacock. Are they? They are. Um, And also, another Peacock thing. So Below Deck Dead Under is supposed to be a Peacock original, but now they're airing that on Bravo 2. Yeah. After Below Deck Med. My question for you is, what's, it's like, I, I'm a Peacock subscriber, or my wife is. What's she yep. paying this money for? What's well, Bravo doing? You're paying, you're, you're paying to have it early, right? So yeah. <laughs> you got to watch it. I mean, I'll tell you what the real... So I've seen a couple things where, like, look at... Um, do you, remember, you know the flight attendant show? Mm-hmm. With... Uh, Coco? The, yeah. So that was on HBO... And then like a year and a half later, it went on to, I don't remember if it's TNT or TBS, but they're airing it as like new episodes. And now they're showing season two on HBO. So you don't need an HBO subscription anymore to watch that show. You just needed to watch it earlier. So I think Peacock, Peacock is like the trial run for mm. Bravo. So I think what's going to be interesting, and this is what I'm going to watch, is what if below deck down under does better ratings than below deck med are we going to look at a shift where we can only have three below deck franchises on tv throughout the year because there's i don't think there's a budget to support four on the bravo network and you'd have to have overlapping or shorten all the seasons so are we just going to get to a point where we're shortening the seasons or are we just going to cut one that's getting a little stale and might that be Below Deck Men? Maybe. Well, here's the thing. Below Deck Adventure is coming too. So now, <laughs> I mean, Sean, how many podcasts can we possibly do, man? I'll do them all. We'll do them all. Yeah, I'll do them all too. Uh, I Okay. <laughs> You're, that, that's interesting. But I know people really like Below Deck Down Under. I, I didn't love it at first, but it does pick up. And we'll, we'll like it's Aaron and Bravo. We'll talk about it here and there when we're talking about blood like med um yeah, yeah I, I i don't know that's interesting though if blood deck if blood like med gets like uh relegated to peacock good i mean we'll we'll watch i'll watch the numbers man i'll report back i'm yeah. sure below deck med is going to beat below deck down under this week because below deck med was the one that was advertised with that very cringe promo but it'd be interesting to see halfway through the season 
if people give up on one and go to the other. I don't know what's going to happen. I know people like Below Deck Med. They listen to this podcast because they like Below Deck Med. But it's interesting to see that you're running two on the same day. It's it might not. It's either really good for the brand or um, they're going to cannibalize each other, and one's just going to do better. Yeah, um, but John, as far as Peacock, look, they got their rights to the old episodes of Yellowstone. When they lose those eventually, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to be paying money for uh, to get Bulletic Med six days early. It's... Yeah, well, <laughs> so so I think Peacock is in a little bit of trouble. And listen, we, I don't know a ton about it, but I was looking at something the other day where it was like, if I bought like PGA Tour Live or something, I would get Peacock for free. So it's almost seemed like an add-on now. Because doesn't like everyone get like Hulu for free now through something? Like your phone, if you have like Verizon, yeah. you get at you get like Hulu for free. So like everybody gets the ad supported version of Hulu like does it does Peacock become that where it's just like yeah you get the ads for Peacock or you pay 10 bucks for the premium model yeah it's like Bravo plus basically yeah basically it's like here's the back catalog of all the Bravo shows yeah here's a bullet deck franchise that will eventually air on Bravo but you'll get it like three months earlier no they give you early access to bullet med yeah it's like I'm NBC Universal is doing fine either way. I'm not worried about them, but uh, just uh, it's an interesting strategy. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I'm still planning on watching it when it's on Bravo. At that point, same, same. So we are right, we're yeah. stuck in our ways. Yeah. Exactly. So all right, Sean. Hey, man. Good episode. Um, I saw your live tweets. Very funny. Uh, you're uh, live tweeting at overboard underscore pod. Um, mm. I'm uh, doing it at Below Deck John, and um, hey, like I said, we got a review on Pod Center, and we brought it up on the pod, and it was constructive. If anybody else wants to say maybe how much they like us, they like the five stars review. Um, more than happy to see more of those come through. We look at each one of them, and we'll bring it up on the podcast. Want to mention how good looking we are? Or like thank anything you. Like that. Yeah, we. Yeah. It always feels good, guys. But, uh, you know, thank everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, bon voyage.